Hi, this is Giuseppe. Hi, this is Anthony. And you're listening to For the Love of Sophia. A philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at publicphilproject at gmail.com. Enjoy the ride. Okay, guys, we're back. Welcome back. It's part two. Uh, can we agree on that? Yes. <laughs> good, good. Um, so we're back to this episode where we're trying to, at the end of the day, figure out what exactly a disagreement is. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe some other things, but that, that kind of is dependent upon us successfully doing this. Yes. In the last episode, we had a very preliminary sketch that wound up get it what's the phrase zero to a hundred real quick <laughs> yes where we delineated these different like subtypes of disagreements and we looked at some examples and i, I think we're going to kind of continue just with examples s- see where we go from here yeah yeah that's uh, that's probably the best way because we have um somehow um how can we say discovered that there are much more layers than what we think there were mm-hmm. in this, and we cannot even kind of figure out what these disagreements are about. Because I think that that is the difficulties that we are, the difficulty that we are having, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly pinpointing what is the disagreement about when we disagree about stuff, right? Yeah, because we have purposely uh, excluded discussions about you know objects we said, right? Mm-hmm. Disagreement about what something is, at least we did that at the beginning, but then it's kind of coming back, you know, we kick it out the door, it's coming back from the window. And we're having difficulties of understanding in the case that we, uh, which we talked about on last time, which was abortion, the specific case that we picked. Um, we are saying that the disagreement could be a, about two things at least. Mm-hmm. And pinpointing which one it is, it's proven difficult. We are in disagreement about this, right? Yeah, I think this is an area where, uh, you know, we talk a lot about in philosophy, the appearance-reality distinction. Mm-hmm. I think this was one where the, it appeared to be something much simpler yep. than what it was. Yes, yes. And so we've unpacked the fact that sometimes you have disagreements, mm-hmm. and what's happening is you guys see the same thing, so to speak, but disagree about the correct word to use to describe yes. it. Yes. And maybe this has to do with... Um, That's the hoagie The hoagie sub. sub thing. And then sometimes there's a disagreement that goes a little bit beyond the mere word choice because it has to do with like, hey, I think you're categorizing this thing incorrectly. That's the Elton John disagreement. It could be. <laughs> then another one could be going beyond the second one and saying, no, 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 it's not merely we have the same framework, but we're acting differently within that framework. It's we have two different frameworks. Yes. Right? We have two different scales. And your thing is relative to your scale, and my thing is relative to my scale. And there's like an ocean between us at that point. Yes. Because once you lose that common language, Mm -hmm. that common... 
uh, perception of reality, that common set of values, like common humanity, right? It's Babel, right? That it's, becomes... it's Babel. Then there's, there's nothing. There is only yeah. difference. Yeah. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess one of the questions that we asked, that I asked you was like, are we in Babel, right? Are is we that... Babel always? Yes. Okay. So can you, you were mentioning this thing about monads. Can you? Yes. So I think that we were during the, the, the between episodes, let's say, uh, we were talking a little bit and, uh, what came out of it was like, well, what if there's, there's another possibility when it comes to disagreement, which is the fact that maybe when we disagree, what's happening is what's happening is that we have no access to the other point of view, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe this happens sometimes, or maybe that happens all the time. If we are monads, to use this word by this famous uh, philosopher Leibniz. Right. If we are monos, we are isolated. If each ego is by itself and he has no real, how can we say, access to any other one, if the other is opaque, right, maybe we're always in a constant state of disagreement, or at least this is what's happening when we are in disagreement. We are, able, we are unable to really access the other's scale, object, and everything else. But I was also saying that I don't know if I buy this. I don't either. Because, because intersubjective. Because of what just happened. Right. Because we just agreed, <laughs> yes. right? Good, good. Yeah. So that is that doesn't sound right, unless unless we thought we agreed, but it, we didn't really. That's that's a possibility I, that I don't believe still. But there's also uh, the the it could be that we actually have pockets of accessibility mm-hmm. to the other, given, for example, by some common backgrounds, right? In other words, like it's like this monads add some windows that can be open or closed. And the opening or the closing of the window uh, depends on specific circumstances. For example, mm-hmm. the fact that me and you um, studied some of the same things has opened a window between our two monads that let us talk about most things. And we can understand... Uh, we can talk and we can come to an agreement because we can see through the window mm. each other. In other situations, maybe the window is created by familiarity. We are part of the same family and or we are part of the same social group. And all those things are different windows. Uh, which, if that was the case, actually, a lot of... There would be a lot of weight on the social connections and the educational opportunities that each individual has, because it seems that the more, it could be, that the more social connections you have, the more windows you open, mm-hmm. and the more things you know, the more windows you open. And if that's the case, then it becomes easier to overcome those disagreements, if that works. So the more social you are. And by social, I mean exposed to... All different, different viewpoints. Yes. <laughs> Which means if you don't be exposed to different viewpoints, and if you are living in the echo chamber, you are making yourself more like that windowless monad mm-hmm. when you don't have to be. There's nothing intrinsic in human nature mm-hmm. that shuts you off from a common world with other people. Yes, I don't remember in which context, but I know that you were not there because otherwise I would remember your reaction about this. Uh, I said... I think it was in one of my classes. I said, 
that I think that it is important to me, for me, rather, to be on all sorts of social media platforms because those are windows. I'm dying. In the yeah, I know. Right I know. Yeah, I, know yeah, yeah. I know. I know. And this is why I'm saying you were there. You were not there. Because I think that this, this places, let's call them, mm-hmm. expose me to stuff that mm. I would otherwise not be exposed to. Okay. And they're part of the building, the window building, right? Mm. But to be honest, that has to do with <clears throat> the fact that, you know, it's like a, I think it's like a building a house, right? If you don't have a good foundation, if you don't already have other windows and other stuff like that, that you open only these windows, mm. then you're in trouble, right? So, in other words, you're saying like they have the potential to have some good, yeah. But it's like <laughs> if you only look right. through those windows, a, a purely social media life is is not a quality life. This is not. Uh, they're kind of the the windows on the fiftieth floor. <laughs> Of a building, and you're trying to figure out what's on the second floor from yeah. the other side. Your view will be skewed, right? So at best, at best, it's a supplement <laughs> for actual relationships. I think I will take away the at best. They're mm. supplements. Okay. They're, they they can they give uh, you know you might like it or not, but they give you access to our whole whole stuff. Of course they do. I think there's an interesting question to be asked though about is. Is access always good? Um, <laughs> right, like 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 to like are we in the fall, right? Like in, in the Garden of Eden, where we have access to too much information, mm-hmm. and this is something that I, f- I feel like you are yeah. interested in, and too much data mm-hmm. and too much knowledge, and I, I know too much about other people's lives and other sides of the globe, and I'm just like, eh, and I'm just like stuck in if this If you are place. overwhelmed by these things, of course. Yeah, so That's yeah. the problem. But the problem is not the information, it's the, the fact that we are unable to select uh, at this point. To it's have, a discipline thing. Well, it's the deep reading stuff, right? It's mm. the fact that we are unable to just... Which we are naturally, I wouldn't say, I want to be a reductionist here. Uh, we're naturally capable of doing that to shut out all the noise and just mm. concentrate on something. We can do that. Mm. We've done it for centuries. For you know, we're always done yeah, this. Yeah. But now we are lost this ability because we think that we need to pay attention to everything, which is which came with certain technology. I was going to say, and the question which, becomes: Can you uh, do the best of it? Without also engaging in the worst of it, can, given that the format like will fundamentally alter the way your well, mind then, works. Then, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I think we have agreed in the past that days, and I'm getting my phone, mm-hmm. these are the devil, right? Yes. But they're not. Because you and me have it, and we're able not to look at it when we are being social. That's true. We but... shut it off, we put it on the side. It is a matter of finding a way in which you can... I don't think I'm perfect though at it. But well, but you know, I think practice I, makes perfect. <laughs> true. I mean, do you find yourself though like it's hard. I told you one time I just put it away when I'm watching TV for example. Yeah. yeah. But I think that it's very important for example that you're able that Claire is able to reach you if she needs you right away. Mm. And in specific circumstances, it's very important, right? For the, this is you cannot be a luddist, right? That you cannot be those people that want to destroy technology and go back, because that's crazy. 
That is just insanity. Don't look at me with this. Like, <laughs> I'm just smiling into the microphone. I, I, I don't think it's as crazy as you think, but I understand what you're saying. It's there is no. We were talking about this yesterday. I think me and you at, at, at the club meeting. I think we were talking about the fact that it is the past is not better, <laughs> and by the past, not, it's not intrinsically better. sure. But I don't think that eliminating. Technology is mm. going to make the world better. It will actually make it worse at this point. Interesting. But, different conversation. But there's a dif- that's that'll a, be a good one. But it's a disagreement there. That is a disagreement. But what, it, you know that'd be interesting to watch. Like for someone who listens to us, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, these guys are talking about disagreement, but it might be interesting to actually examine times that we have disagreed yeah like not on a meta level just like oh no, no we have a different view on this thing yeah and to unpack like okay what is happening yeah what do they mean when they say that that kind yeah. of thing but so, like, we're so we, we believe moments. that agreement's possible we both ag- yeah, yeah we agree that agreement <laughs> is possible yes you're not totally locked into the windowless subjectivity where you're the only person that exists you could I think you can. Oh, sure. You could make yourself yes, more like that. But is there potential for agreement? Sure, of course. Okay. Um, because intersubjectivity exists, mm-hmm. right? And since intersubjectivity exists, there is some common world. Uh, yes. Right? Okay. So I think that's important, though, because if we don't share a world, there's not going to be any agreement. And so this goes back to the thing you said, I think, at the beginning-ish of the last episode where you were like, okay, what happens when there are these people who are on radically different ends of things, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, disagreeing? Mm-hmm. And and if we admit that it is a disagreement, it, it might be I, – I said a disagreement about reality, uh, but to rephrase it here, it would be a, they don't live in the same world. Right, and I, and I mean world in kind of the figurative sense that that Heidegger uses, which is like, okay, yes, there's the Earth, kind of the umwelt, which we were talking about. Yeah, before. yeah, exactly. It's like I don't really think people dispute that we live on um, a planet with certain, even though some might. Oh, like flat Earth? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, excluding <laughs> flat Earth. Um, if you are a flat Earther, write us, please. Write to us. Yes. That's right. Um, <laughs> so well, my have you on the show? Really. That would be that would be great. I yeah. think actually that dude uh, Peter Bogosian used to do that. I might be wrong if it was him or someone else. So he would have like all these different groups come into his classes mm-hmm. to explain these different viewpoints, mm-hmm. even if they were like you know out there. Um, and some people were like, "That's awesome. That's great that you do that." And some people were like, "That's terrible. How could you platform these people?" That blah, blah, blah. Another issue, but um, <laughs> uh, as, as evidenced by the voice I made when I said that thing. So, but I'm saying a world. You can think of a world as a kind of. Um, but sorry, no, but yeah. I think that that is actually a very good example of what you just said. What's right? that? The disagreement stuff and the fact that they live in two different worlds, right? Mm-hmm. This dude was having people on, and there was a disagreement on if we should have these people, right? And one will be like, "Of course, this is awesome because in my world." This opens windows, mm-hmm. right? And it actually allows for dialogue and stuff. And stuff. And the other one is like, this is wrong in, at any level. So mm-hmm. this cannot exist in my world. This doesn't, this cannot be. It's interesting. And that world difference, mm-hmm. I think the difference is in the, the former world. Mm-hmm. 
there's the idea that people are autonomous and should be able to make their own decisions. If they want to hear something, they can hear it. If they don't like it, they could leave. You can hear information and you're not a sponge. You don't like automatically become whatever the person saying to you says. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to hear different things and to think about if you disagree, why you disagree and to like go back and forth because mm-hmm. it's intellectually rigorous and we both become better as a result of it. We, we, we have a metanoia, right? Yeah. An example of that. Yeah. Um, and then the other world would be no. Mm-hmm. You can't be allowed to hear things that are different from what I think because... Well, many reasons, but I think one of the reasons genuinely is very, how would you say, like baby ego-ish. It's like, I can't stand the fact that other things than what I think exist. So you cannot listen to that. In other words, it's it's like I'm not even allowing people the possibility of difference. I, I think that... That's a- Disagreement? I think you're characterizing that. Um, and let's put it this way. I agree with the general sentiment there, right? right. I am on, on the same side as you are. Um, but Getting all these spam calls? No, that's not. That's my wife. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> not spam. Okay. <laughs> but still, I will not answer now. Um, it's, it's crazy. So I think the issue is a little bit different there. I think that the issue is not the fact that Things that are different from what I think, ideas that are different from mine, cannot exist. It's worse Ooh. than that. Oh, okay. What is it? Because I think the general way of thinking is usually the following. I can stand it because I understand the difference. However, mm. the majority of the people out there, they don't know that this is bad for them. They will take what you evil person say at face value because they cannot understand. Hmm. So I need to protect you. So I'm the smart one. Yes. Everyone I, else is dumb. Exactly. And I need to protect the majority of the people which are stupid. <laughs> so it's like a paternalistic thing. Yes. Okay. And uh, to do so, I need you not to speak. Mm. So censorship for the sake of saving you from yourself. And very Hobbesian, right? Very, oh, interesting. It's, it's like I. Uh, it's for safety reasons. It's like a Leviathan of speech. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, it's just for safety, safety reasons that I do that. So the problem is not that uh, different opinions exist, but the problem mm-hmm. is that the majority of the people, unlike me, <laughs> are unable to understand that you those can't things are bad. The truth. The, basically. Uh, basically, this they think of people what. I think me and you think of little kids. Mm, yes. The little kids shouldn't be exposed to yes. uh, some crazy takes, right? Uh, because they're little kids and they are like sponges and they mm-hmm. will go and try that thing, right? So if you have somebody in a in a kindergarten class saying, hey, you should play with fire and look how fire is cool and look what happens if you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. set some wood on fire, <laughs> then the kid at home will do it and then you're in trouble. So that needs to be Interesting. somewhat... Yeah, I think uh, I think probably there's mm-hmm. like maybe, I don't know, let's say five different lines of reasoning for why that happens, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the lines. And mm-hmm. but I but I, I do I'm going to stand by the thing I said, which we could talk about that another time as well. Disagreement again. Disagreement mm-hmm. about disagreement. Um, but generally, there are two camps. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, one which says, like, okay, agreement is possible. Mm-hmm. Disagreement is also possible. And mm-hmm. if we disagree, mm-hmm. that's fine. As long as you don't impose things on me mm-hmm. and I don't impose things on you in I- terms of, let's say, political power. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's another camp, which is the latter and the thing we've been talking about, which says maybe one, at least one of these things. A, uh, agreement is impossible. B, agreement is possible, but not guaranteed. And there can mm-hmm. be a lot of disagreement. Mm-hmm. And disagreement is a fundamentally bad thing. Mm-hmm. And we cannot coexist with people. With whom we disagree. Mm. And I think that's the difference. One side saying we can coexist with people who we disagree with. Mm-hmm. And one side saying, no, we can't. Mm. Ye- Ultimately, that becomes that way, I think. Like unity versus a kind of like um, internal civil war like mentality. But that's, I mean, I think that the second, um, the latter, um, Situation that you're describing, the latter, uh, you know, way of thinking, mm-hmm. it definitely leads to, uh, almost by, by default, to what we can call uh, one-dimensional thought. Sure. Uh, to absolute, um, to absolute, um, how can we call it? Conformity and conformism, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is just. This is where, where we're going to go with that. It's There's no other way around. I was thinking while you were saying that, though, um, that you know, connected also to what you were saying before. Uh, you asked me, like, agreement is possible, right? It is something that can happen. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can get into agreement uh, when it comes to stuff. We definitely can. I'm wondering if, if it is... Uh, if the default setting, though, is disagreement, like for humans, yes, and agreement is the good question. What we get to, like, or, or it's vice an exception, yes, like it's special when it's there because the default state is like entropy, which is disagreement. Yes. Ah, hmm. I wonder if that's the case, right? If we, if every time me and you are thinking about something, hmm. and we're going to start talking about something, we're going to find ourselves in disagreement and then laboring through stuff we get to an agreement we could get into an agreement interesting so because i think that that is kind of what it is i don't know if it's the natural state it might be but i do know that people have a let's say predisposition to being contrarian Mm. like i think this kind of thing happens ready you have two people person a goes i think this this and this is the case and not this and they state it very actively Mm -hmm. for whatever reason people have the tendency to react by saying the exact opposite thing Mm. like there's almost like a contrarianism Built in, and I don't know if it's built into humanity or just built into the social dynamics, mm-hmm. or if it's because like we get something at some reward out of it, so we're conditioned to do that, 
or because we think we're moral saviors and we have to like do this mm-hmm. thing and push back against evil. Like I don't know what it is, but I have noticed at least there's a set of people, mm-hmm. and it's not a small group. It's 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 not like a rarity. It's fairly common, I would say, that whatever you say, they're going to say the opposite thing, and like not because they genuinely thought the opposite thing. Okay, but and that, then you said it, and they're bringing out what was already there. But because, like, but now I just have to because you said. So, uh, I think that that's a special case, right? Okay. I think that that is that is a, a, a I don't want to say a different thing altogether, but as close as it gets to a different thing altogether. Yeah, because you're talking about a natural thing, and this I'm, is I'm not natural. About, I'm talking about also, you know, uh, genuine thing, right? I'm not saying things just to be a contrarian, but I actually start by from a different position for real, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that there are a couple of hints um, that that might be the case, that the natural position it is, the default position is disagreement. Um, they're not, how can we say, they're not the strongest of, of arguments that one can make, but I think there are arguments that kind of corroborate this way of thinking. Uh, think of this. Generally speaking, because we are situated in the world, in two different spaces, like literally, right? Mm-hmm. We look at the world, we glance the world, metaphorically and not metaphorically, in a different way by default. Absolutely, we have a different like vantage point, and therefore a different horizon, different horizon, different perspective, right? All those things, and because of that, I think that by default we're going to look at everything hmm. from a physical perspective, from a value standpoint, differently. So, and this seems to point out towards the fact that we always going to have a mismatch somewhere, right? There's going to be something that's not that's dissonant in the harmony, or at least as a starting point. As a starting point, okay. right? And that tells me that that could be the case. The other thing that tells me that 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 the disagreement might be the default is the fact that we um, that it's easier to disagree than to agree. That there is much mm. more more work involved Interesting. into agreeing about something than into disagreeing about something. Disagreeing is very easy. It's like, uh, what would you say? It's like very glib. Like, yeah. I don't agree. Yeah, it's like I... I don't really I, think about I, it. I don't agree. I disagree with you, period, yeah. right? When instead, when I'm trying to agree with you because because of the nature of agreement, I think there's much more work involved because if we start from a different perspective, right, to get there is difficult. Mm-hmm. But also, if you say something and I – we say to each other this often, right? I kind of agree with you, but. Mm, yes, yes. Right? Because we kind of want to make sure that we have thought this thing through. And to get to a complete agreement, it is a lot of work. You're married. You know that. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right? yeah no, no, absolutely. It's, it's like it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. It's well, not easy. Well, disagreement. And also because when you're agreeing, you're it's like a building, right? Like you're building something. Yes. Right? It's an activity of, of construction. Whereas I think disagreement is either an act of destruction or an act of like total standstill apathy. Exactly. That's... And it's much easier to take things down or to do nothing than to build something up. Exactly. So agreement is like a cooperative activity. Yes. So if you're right it and, and disagreement is the default, it may have something to do with the fact that, I mean, 
state of war, right? Like oh, something like that. And cooperation, whether economic mm-hmm. or uh, eidetic, is mm-hmm. it's right. It's rare. We do it when we think there's something that's in it for us or something. And yeah. then we can only do that when you've unlocked a certain level of, I guess, trust and mm-hmm. intimacy. And, and you don't have that with strangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, And again, think of this. We, we have built an entire socioeconomic system, which is called capitalism, Built on this idea, not a cooperation, but a competition. Oh, I which, disagree. Which leads to uh, to disagreements more often than not. Hmm. Um, this, this, and I think that we did this because we think that that is easier for us to do because it's in a natural way. We're naturally competitive, right? That's very interesting. While that doesn't mean that's the thing that we should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. While doing going the cooperative way, right, mm-hmm. seeking the agreement, it's much more work. It doesn't come as natural. It comes as a cost that as a society and as, you know, the system itself, we're not willing to pay because it slows things down. It makes things more difficult. Mm-hmm. Think if we really had to agree on all the things that we do, right? Okay, I got to push back on that one. Of course. (laughs) Uh, I think that's a strange character. Not just like I disagree. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's pretty weird because the like capitalism only exists because of cooperative transactions. So there's no cooperation. The system just wouldn't exist. But it is based on competitiveness. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, I think those are mutually exclusive, though. But I think that the stress is on that. And it is on cooperation. So you would say both are involved. But you think competition is the more... I think the cooperation means, in that specific situation, means just willingness to accept the terms of a transaction. That's where the cooperation and starts and ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to get to, much later, to kind of formulate some some kind of economic theory that stresses cooperation. I think it was, was it Nash? Um, the beautiful mind guy. Uh, I've never seen that movie. I know. I think it's Nash is his name. Okay, I so this is whoever this guy is. Yes, the, the the economist that says, "Well, wait a minute. Uh, things in, within capitalism are going not the way they're supposed to, because we are stressing competition rather than cooperation." And then he proposes so that because, like, if you read like Hayek and Mises and all these guys, like they're emphasizing democracy and cooperation, like as the premise of the on argument. the political level. As a as a as a background, rather on on the economic level, you on, would say the, on the praxeological level, okay. which is what um, Mises would say is like the study of human behavior. So for them, like economics and I guess sociology are kind of intertwined. So w- let me ask you this: Why yeah. why do and you? I'm not think- saying I'm totally on board with these guys. It's just like given that I have had past. Mm-hmm. knowledge of this i'm mm-hmm. like oh this is weird because it's totally based on no, cooperation. No, I, I understand so let me ask you a question and to see if if i can get you to see this oh here we go the fusion of horizons um so whenever uh, whenever somebody makes an argument uh, for a different system right mm-hmm. uh oh, better even better let's make it even more specific uh, what are the arguments against let's say making uh, a specific item, the same price across the board. What are the argument against that? Okay, so, so you're why, asking me why shouldn't bread cost everywhere you go mm-hmm. 
just 50 cents and the state should decide that a loaf of bread is 50 cents everywhere. This is it should be the same everywhere. Okay. Two things immediately come to mind, possibly three. Mm-hmm. One, which is the more consequentialist way of looking at it, that Hayek talked about it, was this idea of the knowledge problem, mm-hmm. which is the idea that it is just literally impossible for one entity to have all of the knowledge of the sum total of all markets and submarkets such that it can predict or, or set up prices that more accurately reflect mm-hmm. value than each of the submarkets. Right? Mm-hmm. It just can't happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's too many players involved. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like hundreds of thousands of millions of people and you just can't have an entity that has that much knowledge in the mm-hmm. same context, right? So it would just fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but assuming this is about to happen, right? What would be your your So another response would be less consequential and more like maybe deontological mm-hmm. to that. Um which is that it would be authoritarian to do so. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you'd have one entity mm-hmm. deciding what things are for a bunch of people mm-hmm. as opposed to those people mutually engaging mm-hmm. in voluntary cooperative acts and having the things set based on that, I guess. Mm. So it's interesting that you you go to the value issue, right? Mm-hmm. What about for the market? Why is that bad for the market itself? Why is the price? Oh, okay. So, well, it would fail. So, okay. Prices, because prices aren't like a random number that come up with. It's supposed exactly. to be a signal mm-hmm. that shows information to the consumer about how things are going with the market. And how is how things which things are more valuable than others, right? Yes. And why is it that some computers cost more than others? Mm, I suppose there's a, uh, several reasons. Um, I suppose one could be that there is... A difference in quality, maybe we could Maybe say? a difference in quality. Okay. Maybe more labor maybe more goes labor? into it, more okay. uh, overhead costs. Okay. Maybe it's a new product, and mm-hmm. therefore it hasn't been able to, what would you say... Um, mass produced to the level where costs there can be, come there down. There could be a, a bunch of stuff that have to do with the way with the company that's producing those things. And then the last one I would say is there's a, not a high supply. Yeah, but so there's there, a high demand. So there are there are like different. How can we say reasons why a company might choose to price something on a higher level? Yeah, yeah, than yeah. another one, right? Um, and it has to do with information. It's not like an arbitrary. And do you think that? The reason why there's a price of certain things, certain things are not free or some things cost more than others, is there anything to do with the will of the owners of the company to make money? And Of course that's of course, part right? of it, right? Of like the, no, no, like no, no and I'm, not, I'm not bashing on that. I'm yeah, just, yeah, I'm yeah, just no, saying of course. that is part of it. Because right? otherwise, why would you do it, right? Why exactly. aren't you doing a charity? There you go, yeah. right? And the why would you do it, right? And one of the arguments that usually made also when we talk about this stuff is like, well, if I put the same price to everything, why would I innovate, right? Why would I do more things? Yeah, right, right. Because otherwise, there's no problem. So, hence, me trying to do a better, making a better product or selling more of this stuff or price it in a place that in a way that's appropriate has to do with me wanting more customers than you, right? So, I can survive better. I can do mm-hmm. better. Um and the innovation is kind of, how can we say, subjected to 
this competition, right? I'm able to innovate. Okay, so so you're so what you're saying is that although cooperation is a part of it, it's there as a means to the end, which yes. is a competitive edge or something like that. I think it's. Almost, I think I understand al- that. Almost, you know, self-evident, right? Otherwise, why mm. would we do all these things, right? As you say, why would I do it, right? And the fact that it's uh, that you see it as a means to an end that's more valuable is kind of maybe at issue. Mm-hmm. And so, what you would say is d- discussion kind of works like this, yeah, right? Where like um, there's a competition of ideas, mm-hmm. and this is precisely why for you the natural way is disagreement. Mm-hmm. And this is related maybe to the state of war stuff. Mm-hmm. And interesting. I would say that, that that is a, I'm not sure, but right. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good indication. It's possible. Yeah, I'm not and I totally. That I think that's a good indication of the fact that it could be that way. But again, I think that the, the, it's, I think we agree on the fact that it's easier to disagree than to agree, right? That's yeah. the most, the, the, the most evident, I think, aspect of this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, that gives another reason why. So now we're talking about motivations for disagreement. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why maybe people disagree, because it's easy. <laughs> of course. Because like, uh, like the entry cost of a, oh, a disagreement. disagreement is so low. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You don't even need to justify it. You don't, right, unless you're in our class and then yes. we say why and they're like, uh, what do you mean? What why? do you mean? Because I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that, that is the thing, right? In everyday life, really, there's not going to be, unless you're meeting with Socrates, uh, mm-hmm. you're you're going to say, I disagree, and that's it. Yeah, you're done. And I know that one can say, well, but I can say also I agree, and that's it. But I think it's different, right? Because when you're agreeing, you are kind of connecting with another individual. And this connection kind of, I, I don't know, maybe it's me that I'm strange. But the moment I agree with somebody, it's like I'm... I'm making that position stronger. So you're contributing. You, I'm, because I'm contributing, I want to make sure that w- what you're saying is actually what mm. I mean. So I, I feel like I yeah. need to kind of go a little deeper. And be so like, genuine agreement, yeah, is difficult. Yeah, because I think shallow agreement that's, is su- like that's, that, is here's that a summary of Locke. I agree. Here's my paper, and I say like yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. But what you're saying, right? Because again, the genuine agreement is a building, and I think it's Mm because conversation is like it's like an act that we both engage in, Mm -hmm. where at the end of it, we have something that we didn't have before it. Yeah, right. right? We're both making moves. We're both building this thing. So, and it's again, interesting enough. I think that our natural disposition as mammals is disagreement, almost. You know, just saying as mammals, but Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily. Uh, the the defining term, right? But then, evolutionary, let's say, we develop a tool, which is language, that kind of directs our existence towards agreement. Because if we don't, then we die. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think that we are naturally predisposed, like every other animal, to disagreement, competition, and all Mm. this stuff, because we are, again, state of war, we're kind of competing for resources, and disagreeing with each other, looking at things from a different perspective, it is sometimes what gives us a uh, competitive edge. I see, like, uh, Herbert Spencer a little bit in this. Yeah, if you want. Right, the idea of, um, like, a Darwinism, Dar- Darwinism, Darwinism mm-hmm. applied to, like, a higher level, higher level social setting. 
the disagreement that I have with, with Spencer is that then we have this this thing, this conversation aspect, that this language that comes to place that kinds of reigns in mm-hmm. this competition. And again, we we need to tend towards um, agreement because at the end of the day, what's the purpose of talking and speaking if not hmm. to get into agreement about stuff? Why would we do it otherwise? Right? Why would you say anything? If you are not trying to agree, which means to expand your, your you know. Doesn't Nietzsche say something like this too? Like like language was um, something invented not for the sake of truth, right? And, and on truth and lie. I focus mostly on the truth part, but he says language sure. is the lies we tell, but we do it not because it's true, but because it's it creates peace and we're like kind of weak and it could be i might have absorbed more niche than i thought i did that's possible okay but would you agree with that though that it is i mean it's definitely uh definitely an evolutionary mechanism it can't not be it wouldn't exist if it wasn't no and uh, and let's be you know let's be real here right why else would we talk why you know because you know on a i guess from a first perspective even if i'm asking you mm-hmm. oh how do i get to crave your all we need to arrive to an agreement where the thing is how mm. the thing works and you know i have to agree with you at the end of the day that this is the best way to get there and so on and so on so even even from this perspective language presupposes the fact that we need to arrive to an agreement about stuff well i think it presupposes some agreement at base, which is the shared what, platform, right? The shared yeah. platform of this word means this. We have access mm-hmm. to this reality. We have the same sensory apparatuses mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. And like, given that, now we could play a game. Um, but I don't know because sometimes people ex- like use language just as an ex- expression, a personal expression, or because they want something, uh, right? Like, like to gain. Some kind of benefit, but isn't that kind of a side effect? Of, side effect of of language, right? It's like, well, it must have been no. It must have developed for the sake of cooperation. It, it was more to. beneficial than the it other. It has to, yeah. It has to. Otherwise, why? You know, why would we have that? <laughs> so okay, so that's weird though, because if language indeed developed uh, evolutionarily. Because it was, and it took over. It took over our head, right? It, took it over. was beneficial. Then why is the default linguistic state disagreement? That's no, like I, a weird irony. I don't think that the default linguistic um, position is disagreement. I think that oh, wasn't that what we were saying? No, no I think that we are as animals, kind the, the instinct. The, let's put it this way: the more ancient part of our brain leads us there. Okay. Goes in that direction. It's before language. Yes. Then the moment language takes over and completely okay. reshapes our cognition, then is when we go towards that agreement. Interesting. Stuff. So the, our default state as human living thing biologically is the reptilian is the competition. Yeah. And language comes along and is for the most part, cooperative, but since it becomes our mechanism of interfacing with reality, the older parts of us still come out through it. Exactly. And this, this is, is a disagreement. This is why we lie. This is why we disagree with each other. And this so in, in this sense, like, disagreement is like uh, at this point is is, war. It's the soft version of war. A disagreement at this, at, this, at this point has become the virus that hijacks the system, right? Ah, uh, interesting. Maybe. So it's a substitute. 
it's it becomes like the 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 it's the shadow yes, of larger, yes. more sinister things. Yes, probably. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Maybe. I don't know. Again, I will not commit to this completely, but <laughs> I I think that this, this seems to be the case. And again, uh, I did see language needs to has developed for that reason, right? Hmm. Well, I mean, who knows? It happens to develop for that reason. It seems to direct. Which is really interesting to connect to something we were saying earlier, because if that's the case, and language is the only thing separating us from bonking each other on the heads, mm-hmm. uh, then all this stuff about we can't have conversations with people we disagree with, this is bad news, because it can this only is, end in violence. This is like the, 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 the older, the ancient part of your brain, the one that we have in common with reptiles, you know, if you want, and with all lower species. That's talking through using again, that's hijacking the the, the 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 machine, if you want, that's supposed to lead us towards cooperation. So we should be very wary of arguments for that you know <laughs> that, that lead that, yeah, of course. Yeah. But think of this. I mean, think of how wars start. Right, because it's, of a lack of conversation. Yeah, it's, it's, a lack of, it's a lack of agreement about stuff. We start saying, I disagree. This part of your country doesn't belong to you. Well, if this is the case, mm-hmm. uh, to be as succinct as possible, uh, then we're fucked. Because we're <laughs> in the age of Absolute. removal of conversation. And this is like, doesn't seem calm, but it's kind of like the calm before the storm. Because once we start censoring things that we disagree with and being like, no, you can't platform this person. No, you can't have a conversation. No, you guys can't have uh, speech and go whatever. No, I can't talk to someone that's the enemy. Then that's all they are, is an enemy. And it's us and them. And but I think we've screwed. seen this already, right? We've seen people screaming in the face of We've seen the beginning of it. Yeah, we, we see people screaming at, you know, in the face of another person and telling that person that he or she shouldn't do or shouldn't say or shouldn't right. blah, blah. And it doesn't get violent meaning there's not physical stuff happening because the police is there probably, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing stopping it. Right. If they weren't. Yes. Again, think of war. Think uh, of war. We, 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 this is what's happening, right? And it's cra- even crazier because there's a kind of, how would you say, like um, social, like there's costs in any social interaction, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're going to increase, not to sound... Obviously, I don't agree with Skinner on everything, but the base model of uh, like operant condition I do think is correct, where you're more likely to do things that you're rewarded for and mm-hmm. and, and less likely to do things that you're punished for or that have a higher cost. Mm-hmm. And so it has become very easy. There mm-hmm. is no entry cost to engage with someone aggressively and do this thing, especially mm-hmm. online. Of course, because right? there's no police. And there's no... You don't have a soul because yeah. I'm not looking in your eyes. Yes, so yes. you're just an avatar on a screen. So mm-hmm. I could be like, fuck you. You're the worst thing. You're literally the devil. I am the best. I am God. And you could do this and you, there's absolutely no costs that you have to bear. So mm-hmm. you, there's nothing to disincentivize that behavior. Yeah. And it's, it's not – I think it goes even deeper, right? I think this means that if we let this virus completely hijack this uh, – they're all most of the human endeavors are based on language and cooperation and exchange of ideas and so on. This all human endeavor will start wilting if we don't stop this. I'm with you. I think that even 
you know, and this is something to think about. You know, we we have expressed our differences when it comes to social media and technology and stuff like that. I think that the big risk is that at a certain point, even this technological progress will stop mm. because it will start eating itself, right? You, you you start seeing this, right? Then you have like, people abandoning platforms and stuff like that. So I think that verbal disputes at the end of the day and disagreement are much more dangerous than people think they are. Hmm. It, it's much more important. Yeah. Right? It's... Words mean something. Concepts mean something. Don't take things lightly, but also don't not talk to people. Yeah. Again. Have the disagreement, because if you don't, mm -hmm. then all you have are your fists. Well, and I will add, add the disagreement, not just for the sake of the disagreement, but to try to achieve some form of agreement, because that's the goal. That's dialectic, exactly. right? We, we are both trying to move closer towards this thing we call truth. Exactly. Assume. Unless there is no truth. Um, um, right but we can still Which some approx people say. approximate to something that we agree at some point to be the truth. I agree even with if you. it's not there. I'm on, I'm on board. Should we go? I think we should go Do as much as I would like to keep talking about this. Yeah, let's, let's agree to leave. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say agree to disagree, but okay. <laughs> uh, right. See you guys. See you later.